America's public enemy number one in the United States is drug abuse. Just imagine if uh, Duterte visited the United States just one time, hung out here, and he'd want to kill everybody here, bro. Yeah, he would. Welcome to the Daily Addict Podcast. It's your boy, Tim, and your boy, Dave. Hey. 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 We always have the interesting news, the things you want to hear, the things that you love to talk about. When you just want to talk about something different, you say, hey, how you doing? Pretty good. How's your day? All right. What about that weather? Yeah, it's okay. (laughs) Just throw in there. Just throw in there something. Just say, you know what? I was listening to this podcast. And these guys, I tell you. I tell you. They're really educated. They don't know where anything is at. And can't do math. (laughs) But... If you listen long enough, you'll You'll be as dumb as them. You'll get it. You'll just fucking get it. This episode is brought to you always by the wonderful plant, H-E-M-P. That would be hemp. (laughs) And uh, you can check us out on Twitter at Daily Addict Show, as well as um, other mediums, iTunes, Google Plus, and all that shit. Stitcher. Who the fuck has Google Plus anymore? What is it? Google Play? Yeah. Dude, I've been saying Google Plus for like 12 episodes. That's what what iPhone users say. Well, I don't know Google. All I know is I love Google search engines. Engine. Engine. Engines. It's probably more than one. Hmm, always making you think. So, with no further ado, we'll get right into our first episode, Dave. All right. Which one you want to talk about? <clears throat> but which one you want to roll with? Which which news episode, which news article do you want to cover today? We can start with a positive one. Something positive. Oh, we'll start with uh, Luxembourg. That's a good one. Luxembourg from theguardian.com. It's going to be the first European country to legalize cannabis. Damn, it's like a herpy, though. It is. Why? How is that so? Because once one does it, they start falling. Oh, yeah. If it's anything like the States. So Luxembourg is the first European country. Holy shit, I would have never figured. Congratulations. Congratulations. The health minister confirms plans and calls on neighboring countries to relax their laws. Luxembourg has called on its European neighbors to relax their drug laws as its health minister confirmed plans to become the first European country to legalize cannabis production and consumption. This drug policy we've had for over 50 years did not work. Oh my God. Boom. Drop your mic. 
It's dropped. Damn. Dude, I got the, you know, we got the ministry of Luxembourg saying the same thing as we've been saying. Damn. For how long? 50 years. 50 fucking years. And he didn't say cannabis and he didn't say marijuana. He said this drug policy we have had over the last 50 years did not work. Can we get a refund on our tax money, please? A teeny Schneider. Schneider. Is that his name, a teeny? Let's <laughs> call him Mr. Schneider. I've never seen that name before. We'll just call him Mr. Schneider. Good suggestion. Um, forbidding everything made it just more interesting to young people. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping all of us will get a more open-minded attitude towards drugs. Residents over the age of 18 are expected to be able to buy the drug for a recreational use legally within two years. The state will regulate production and distribution through the cannabis agency. Draft legislation is expected to be unveiled later this year, providing further detail on type of cannabis and what will be on sale and the level of tax that will be imposed. Schneider also said, uh, the legislation was likely to include a ban on non-residents buying cannabis in order to dissuade drug tourism. Home growing is also likely to be prohibited. That's where they're fucking up. They're going to legalize it. They're going to legalize the plant for state um, regulation but you won't be able to grow it at home. So I'm a fan of Luxembourg for having the balls to legalize cannabis and admit the drug war is a failure. But I have to tell you, I'm quite disappointed that this legislation would have home growing to be prohibited because you're kind of defeating the purpose there now. Right. Why don't, if they're going to go all the way, why don't they go like Uruguay and just sell dollar grams? Let the government grow it, make all the money, and just sell dollar grams. Well, they got to start somewhere, though. It's a good, good place to start, I guess. That's not a good response, dude. What do you want me to say? I don't, it's not what I want you to say. It's just that. Once these laws go into place, that takes years to change them. Yeah, but at least they're getting a little more open-minded. Yeah. You got to pop that cherry somehow, man. Yeah, I agree with that. But my only concern is you start, you draft this legislation, and then um, five years from now you realize that you didn't really curb anything or... There's still a black market and then you're stuck. You're stuck there until you have the balls to change the law again or alter it. I I like to see timelines on these types of things. Like, you know, we're drafting this legislation. It's going to be like this for two years. We're going to see how it's going to be. And maybe this will be that way. Maybe I'm just, maybe I'm rushing to judgment here. What's new? I don't know. Be lying. Be nice if uh, the lions could rush. <laughs> if 
for anything. Mm. So it's a very interesting story, though, because minors between 12 and 17 would not be criminalized for the possession of five grams or less. That seems a little weird. It seems weird. Be like, oh, I got busted with a quarter. I think 12. With an eighth. I think 12 is just way too young. Oh, I think 12 is way too young to do anything. Yeah. But those who break the more generous laws will hit the harsher penalties under the plan. All right. Schneider said that he would um, was keen to encourage other EU countries to follow in the path and the government coalition agreement between liberals, the Social Democrats, and the Green, the Greens provide for legislation within five years. If put into action, Luxembourg would join Canada, Uruguay, and 11 U.S. states in flouting a U.N. convention on the control of narcotic drugs, which commits signatories to limit exclusively for medical and scientific purposes the production, manufacture, export, import, distribution, trade, employment, and possession of drugs, including cannabis. So... The United Nations gets together and does their overall world drug policy. So anybody that's into like this whole uh, Illuminati, people run the world type shit, that's a bullet in your gun right there. Because the UN gets together and goes over the world drug policy and then the nations kind of follow that and they kind of do their thing. But some nations go rogue like Luxembourg. They said, fuck that shit. We're getting in the cannabis game. We're going to be like the states. The states are smart. We're going to, we want to be like them. But I just don't want them to fuck up like Canada did. Canada came became legal, and then you see there's much more black market activity than regular market activity. Not only that, the, they have shit weed in their dispensaries. Some of them do. Yeah, yeah I've heard. So they're not doing themselves any favors there. And a lot of people just grow for themselves. Canada did get that right. Right. You can grow your own. I think it's four plants. That ain't very much. But if you grow it right, you can get quite a bit. I don't know how they are on their um, concentrates and stuff. That's what all the young people are into now. Mm. They're into dabbing. Mm. You know, they're into live rosin. Wax, damn, crumble, damn, all that shit. I we, I did a dab before. We didn't have that shit when we were growing up. No. Nope, nope. A dab for weed. us was uh, smoking weed out of a toilet paper roll. That was a dab, or an apple, or something. That was the wildest we got with weed, or a bong. I mean, a bong was pretty wild. Yeah, or the gas mask. That was pretty wild. Or just putting a shotgun right into your ball cap. Put the ball cap over your face and my shotgun. That would be equivalent of a third or a tenth of a dab. Imagine if you took a shotgun now. (sighs) How strong that shit is, man. Oh, my God. Fuck. I wouldn't be able to do the show today. Just have a silent show. It would be like... it would be all sound effects. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be mostly me probably snoring because, dude, I can't do it. So 
Did I ever tell you the story when I smoked dabs? No. Okay. The only time I ever had dabs and tried dabs, we were at a friend's house and now uh, they talked us. They're all doing dabs. So talked me into, you know, doing one. So we did one, me and the wife. And we drove there. And then after we did one, we laughed hysterically for about 15 minutes straight. I mean, my, my cheeks hurt, my stomach hurt. And I know, right? Terrible story, right? Well, I was so preoccupied with the, the moment. They passed it around again. And I took a second dab without even really, I was so high from the first one. I didn't even really, it was like second nature. So I did the second dab, man, bro. Done. We had to sleep there, man. We couldn't even (laughs) drive home. We had to sleep. Damn. We slept for like four hours. I got up, then we left at like 530 in the morning. We got up while everybody was still sleeping. We got, I was like, like holy snuck out and shit. You know, when you wake up in a spot and you don't remember falling asleep there. So when you wake up, you're like, where am I at? This ain't this weird. Yeah, get out of here. I don't know where I'm at. We're going to sneak out the back door. Dude, we snuck out, drove home. It was nice and peaceful though. There's no cars on the road. So it was right. nice. It was nice after a, a dab overdose. And people are probably listening to me like, man, you're such a pussy. You're such a dab pussy. How could you be so pro drugs? Dab pussy. <laughs> well, guess what? I'm not equipped for that high dosage of THC, okay? No, man. We when we were growing up, that shit was like maybe what, 10? I wish I know. I wish I could find out. I wish I knew the strength of it. It probably wasn't very high, man, because you could smoke eight, ten blunts and still You could smoke a whole half ounce in a night. Yeah. Like nothing. Now like a joint and you're Oh yeah. Done. Last you all week. Join the last year week. In Luxembourg it'll last you more than a week now. Because this is the thing that cracks me up. They're gonna follow Canada and legalizing the possession of thirty grams of cannabis. So you can only have an ounce of cannabis, okay? Tax revenues will be reinvested in drug education and ad addiction uh treatment programs. How about you reinvest it into stuff that people like to do so they don't have to get high? Well, giving people fun shit to do. What about that, dude? People like to, you know, people that like to fish. They like to go do shit. They like to go to, like, parks and amusement parks and, you know, check out the, the wildlife and stuff like that. Why not just get, you know, fund that shit so people can go have fun and do something for free? Instead of, you know, you go to the beach, you got to pay to park at the beach. You know, you got to get a fishing license. You got to pay for every fucking thing you do. Why not pay some of that shit off so people can do stuff? Is that a dumb idea? It's not, but I got this fact for you. Okay, give me a fact. So in 1995, was it 12% was like high? Oh, okay. That's like high THC. Yeah. So usually it said dirt weed was about 4%. God damn, man. Yeah. That's like drinking a bush light versus a fucking uh, Molson. You know what I mean? It's like I'm drinking Molson ice and you're drinking bush light. Fuck, we still got high though, man. 
We, yeah, somehow. It worked. Maybe we're just spoiled. So they go into this article. If you guys happen to go to The Guardian, and I'm not sure if you guys follow the articles as you you know listen to them. Probably not, because it's easier to listen to us dissect these things. Um, you'll see that they're, they cover... Um, what's going on in the world, period. Um, period. They're saying Uruguay legalized recreational use, uh, production and sale of cannabis in 2013. Their, uh, pharmacies are only allowed to sell the drug, and they're fewer than 20, doing so in a country with 3.5 million people. Customers have to register re- uh, with the regulator and limited to buying 10 grams a week. Four different strains are available. 10 grams a week. Yeah, so that's... That doesn't seem much. It doesn't, but they only pay 10 bucks for it. It's only a dollar a gram. Yeah, that's not bad. They don't say that in this story. They, they should say that because... All, so they have 3.5 million people, and uh, they got 20 pharmacies. I bet you those pharmacies are slammed. Mm-hmm. I bet you... <laughs> we, got, we got 20 here within a mile radius. Yeah, we got 20 in, yeah, 20 in one county, and they don't do bad. So Canada legalized the possession of 30 grams of cannabis, dried or fresh, for those 18 and over in 2018. The drug can be bought from a licensed retailer um, in provinces and uh, territories without regulated retail framework. Individuals are able to purchase cannabis online from federally licensed producers. That's not bad. Uh -uh. If there's not a dispensary around, you can just go online and order that shit. That's pretty ingenious. You know what? I'm gonna start looking at the positive side of things. All that shit you just talked about, Canada. I love Canada. I love Canada. Don't hey. get me wrong. I just think that they missed the boat on a couple things, but I think they'll get it together. They're better off than we are, kind of. They're federally legal. You're just not really sure right now. Well, it depends what you state you live in and stuff. You seem very unsure. Today. I'd rather be in Michigan with cannabis right now than Canada. Let's just say that. Is there anything that you're sure about? I'm sure about that. Okay. It seems like you're not very sure about anything. Yeah, I'm pretty sure about that. Okay. Just checking, man. No, I'm trying to well, I'm trying to flip it on the positive now. Okay. So under the Netherlands, prosecutors turn a blind eye to the breaking of certain laws. Technically, the possession, use, and trade of the drug is illegal, but the authorities allow licensed coffee shops to sell cannabis from their premises to keep 500 grams on site at any time. The police turn a blind eye to those in possession of five grams or less because production remains illegal. However, cafes are often forced to do business with criminal gangs to source the drug. Hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Why don't they just fix that? Yeah, if you're already allowing, you're turning a blind eye to it. You already know about it. That's because the cops are on the take, bro. They're probably the ones selling it to them. As as, As long as the state gets money, they don't care if it's legal or the country. Just like gambling. Look at how stupid gambling is. Me and you can't have a dice game right here and gamble because it's illegal, but we can go buy some lottery tickets as long as they're getting their cut, as long as we go to the uh, the casino where they're getting their taxes. But me and you can't gamble. Mm-mm. How stupid is that? They want their cut. It's like the mob. It's like the mob. You go open a barbershop in a mob neighborhood, they're going to come by. They're going to tell you, you know, you have your bills you have to pay, and then you have to pay for security. That's the same thing. The same thing the government does. I'm kind of scared of you right now. I'm just saying, it's a good analogy. Think about it. 
It's you can't do this because it's immoral. But if we get a cut, <laughs> go ahead. You know, for the longest time, you can't you can't do drugs because they're bad. But if we get tax money off it, we change our mind. You know, we'll in, we'll help endorse drugs that can um, give you ulcers and make you have you know um, soft peepee. Yeah, all that stuff, hernias hemorrhoids whatever you you listen to these drugs on these drug commercials you ever get a hemorrhoid on your mouth never even heard of that did you mean herpes or hemorrhoid hemorrhoid no well that means i would have to yeah that's gross dude. yeah that's what i'm that's what i'm trying to get at no all right so the uk outlawed cannabis in 1928 possession comes with a maximum of five years in prison and an unlimited fine. Unlimited? <laughs> unlimited. <laughs> Damn, you don't even know what you're going to get. I caught you with a joint. You owe me $5 billion. Those who are successfully prosecuted are producing and supplying the Class B drug face up to 14 years in prison and unlimited fine or both. Police can issue the on-the-spot fine or a warning for those caught with less than an ounce if it's deemed for personal use. But several forces have said they will not target recreational users. So basically in the UK, it's like the same thing as the Netherlands almost. They pick and choose who they want to enforce the law to. And they turn an eye. They turn a blind eye. Right. So if you're already a target, then you're getting an unlimited fine. (sighs) I'm happy for this. I'm trying to put the most positive spin on this. But I just don't have faith that governments are going to make it uh make smart decisions because you have a lot of non-pot smokers making the decisions i mean they failed us for how many years they should bring the people that have the weed in on the the laws you know the people that have the weed now why would they do that for because then they can sculpt the laws to really get like if if i brought you in if you're selling drugs illegally and you're making two million dollars a month and i come to you and i say instead of arresting you instead of publicly shaming you and taking all your possessions and treating you like shit help me write this law you can make that money legally pay a little taxes on it still produce still make it still sell your bud but we're going to do it you don't have to worry about going to prison but instead they don't do it like that they go to the they they draw up their little laws. They wait for the companies that have money to come and lobby them and shape the laws to how they want it. And then the companies invest all their millions of dollars to try to make money legally. But you are still selling it and making you two million a month. They don't solve the problem of the black market. They need to get people involved with that shit. You think, I agree. Do you think that's can be done? No. I don't either, but because the government would never work with us little small time, you know? Yeah, but they're not, I agree with you. They're they're The government is bought and paid for by the highest bidder, plain and simple. It's plain and simple. The way that the politics is set up, the way that the laws are passed, the way that they're presented, the way that they're altered throughout the whole process it's all fucking based on money. It's not based on what's good for the people. It's based on who's going to get that pie. 
There's going to be a uh, a law that has to do with um, licensing or making money or producing something, and I'm going to try to get in there and shape that law the best I can to benefit me. And then once I get in there and make my money, that's all that I'm concerned about. As long as the government's getting their cut, then that's all they're concerned about. Right. But they're not accountable only at election time. They mm. don't ever resend their bad laws. Mm. They just let them keep going. But here's something for them. Here's something for you lawmakers that you never saw coming. Give it to them. We saw it coming. We've been keeping track of this shit. We've been telling our listeners to keep track of this shit. First, you had Denver. Denver. Then you had Oakland. Oakland. Now you're going to have Michigan. Michigan. Psychedelic mushrooms, bitches. Damn. They're coming through. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. It's going to happen. I'm here to tell you, this is going to happen. The Michigan Psychedelic Society. I'm giving them a shout out. You can go check out their website if you're from Michigan or if you're not from Michigan. They're organizing, man. You go to their website, they're having to decriminalize. Uh, They have these decriminalized nature type uh events they're having the next saturday august 17th join us for in gallup park in ann arbor we float down the huron river followed uh, by a potluck at the park see you there peace love and psychedelics and if you look at their upcoming events they're having monthly meetings damn they're organizing you ever hear anybody od off shrooms never exactly no, never. But what got me onto this is I read a post from a guy up at Michigan Tech, and they're studying the effects. Um, they're very open about it. And this guy's a botany student with Northern Michigan, and he teamed up with the Michigan Psychedelic Society to begin the Northern Michigan University Psychedelic Education and Outreach Club. They've been talking to uh, with decriminalized Oakland County to gain assistance in the move to bring the initiative to Marquette. So in Oakland County, they're already talking about decriminalizing. In Ann Arbor, they're talking about decriminalizing. And they're going to take that initiative up in the UP. Our goals are to eliminate the stigma and make the topic of conversation more comfortable and to educate people on these substances so that when a statewide initiative is started, People will know what they're voting on and not just some uneducated decision based on the future and uh, our future in drug policy and medicine. You know what's nice about these people is they're trying to raise objective awareness. So they're not taking like a side like, you know, this is bad or good. They're just putting the facts out there. Right. And that's awesome. Yes. There should be more. More places that just put facts out there and let the people decide for themselves if it's good for them or not. I got to agree with you, man. Let's see what this guy Chuck Ream has to say. Can we turn, if I play this video, can you turn it up over there so we can just, it might be turned up already. The uh, USB there. Yeah. Uh, oh. Yeah. See if it plays. This is historic. This is beyond historic. Uh, Let me just run through a few things. One, 
no, number one, no writing is going to go to council or in in our political effort or unless it's really polished. There won't be any imperfect sentences going out. It'll all be absolutely polished by the time we put it before council, put it before donors or, or anybody else. The thing is, Ann Arbor is a starter. Ann Arbor is the place where the great ideas break through, the history-making, culture-making, hopefully uh, species-saving uh, ideas will break through. They break through first here, and in, in Berkeley, and Oakland, and in Cambridge, and a couple other places. Anyway, I'm just so incredibly happy to see everybody here. And people wouldn't have come out on a very hot night in the middle of the art fair unless they were committed, unless they knew what they were talking about already. Uh, I want to do, do the tiniest, quickest little review of world history you ever heard. Up until what? For, up until the end of the mysteries of Eleusis in 495 AD was the age of entheogens. Every culture and every, this is art, of course, as you know, but every culture on earth used entheogenic plants for their wisdom and their healing and their teaching. Every, every culture. And then every culture. The, uh, in 495 AD, the mysteries of Eleusis were killed. They used something very similar to LSD, of, 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 of grasses in the area. And uh, that in, began the... Uh, Doesn't sound like a short world history to me, dog. <laughs> no, don't. You could not use any of these plants for inspiration because you're just supposed to look to God and, and he's, he's... I knew he, it. I knew it was else. religion. He Always. He's not in any of these plants or anything around here on the earth. And if you use these things on the earth for your inspiration or, or teaching or health, you're going you're gonna to be wiped out. You're going to be killed. You're going to be burned at the stake. And, and then those religious rules became our laws. We're supposed to have a separation of church and state. But now uh, we are functioning under laws that are really old religious laws. And in 1967, we began the entheogenic reformation, the beginning of hope that there could be a salvation for the human species. And I'll just keep this so quick. Obviously, we got nine billion people on the earth now, there's at least three times as many people as we need. You're never going to get everyone satisfied. Materialism isn't going to be satisfied by everyone getting more stuff, getting as much as they want. It's going to be satisfied by us finding things that make people so happy, so happy, so joyful inside their soul that they don't need all these cars and boats and all this fossil fuel and stuff because they're feeling an intrinsic joy that comes uh, from within. God bless you, Charles Ream. I fell asleep, man. I thought that motherfucker said it was the shortest <laughs> world history. He's like us, man. He just kind of rants. But uh, you know what? He's discriminalizing nature for Ann Arbor, and he speaks the truth. And it's the perfect time to move forward with decriminalizing plants. Because they're part of our history. I mean, didn't God put all this stuff here? I would argue that. I mean, so. They say, like, everything, every time there's, like, a challenge or something fucked up happens, they're like, God did that to, to make you stronger. Right. You know, and then you, when somebody good comes in your life, God sent them to help you. Good point, Dave. And then when you fuck up, they say, you need God. You need God. But what about these plants that grow from the ground that make us feel better? Eat them. Smoke them. 
do whatever. Yeah, snort them, smoke them, eat them. So I got to ask you. What's up? I got a very important question to ask you. Ask me. All right. First, it's cannabis. Yeah. We have worldwide cannabis acceptance now. It seems like people are, states are legalizing it. They're making crazy concoctions out of it. Everybody's enjoying it. Everybody's getting high. Not the perfect plant, but getting there. And then you have mushrooms now legalized in two American cities. And now, as you see right now, Michigan's going to make a push here. And these people, they don't quit. Ann Arbor is a very liberal, very progressive going freedom fighting, um, you know, place for people that culturally that uh, enjoy freedom and of expression and art and all that. They're going to, they're going to get this. We're going to have shrooms in Michigan. I guarantee it. Next step, cocaine. We can only hope. Do you think it's possible though? No. Why not? Because man, it's fucking with pharmaceuticals. What's the direct competition for cocaine? Um, dentistry. Dentistry? I'm just thinking it numbs your teeth, so you don't need none of the shots. Do a line. Oh, I got you. I got you. Up. Instead of Novocaine or something yeah. or whatever. I don't know, man. I mean, I mean, they used to use cocaine and shit back in the day for pain, so. I think they used it to, uh, you know do things um, to fight fatigue and stuff. Right. Seems to be a good Well, then there goes all your energy drinks. Great point. Yeah, why do you you need ginseng and whatever? Why do you need all that shit? You just... (laughs) What if they had like... could Could you imagine this though? Okay, cocaine becomes legal. And they're like... They sign a petition, they get it. Everybody's going nuts. They're like, what the fuck? And all of a sudden you got like, just like CBD and marijuana, you got like cocaine water. You got like cocaine fucking. <laughs> cocaine water. You got real cocaine shrimp. Not the ones in the UK, but ones that are like battered in cocaine. You know, just shrimp battered in cocaine. You just have like cocaine souffle. You have like cocaine lollipops. You know, this would cut the obesity rate though. Dude. Yeah, you walk into a pain clinic or, or a weight loss clinic, they don't, they don't count calories and count make lines. you stop eating bread. Yeah, they count lines, <laughs> dog. They just say, what are you? I'm 320. You need okay. five lines a day. You're 320. That's seven lines every four hours <laughs> for 30 days. Boom. You're down Boom. to 110. The next thing you know, you're taking pictures on Facebook before and after. Your kids are sitting in your big pants you used to wear. How'd you do that? And your success story. Right, it's a great fucking dude. We should. Then the year after start that, start that heart attack. No, it's, <laughs> it's all right. That's when you ease up on it a little bit. Right. You told me that cocaine does not kill you. It doesn't. Over long term or OD. OD. But over long term, depends on what you use. Well, the thing is, I mean, it's no worse than than energy drinks. Too mu- too much of anything will kill you, though. Right. I mean, you can always back up to that. That's that's the home run end of all arguments. Is when they're like, huh, too much of this is bad. Too much, yeah, too much of anything. Too much sunlight, too much water, too much dirt. I don't know where that came in. Could too much dirt actually kill you? I mean, if if it was on you. If it was quicksand, you'd be fucked. I, I don't know. 
they got those things that just happen. They call them uh, sinkholes. Right. You could just be walking, and then the the earth caves in, and then yeah, then too much dirt's bad for you. <laughs> I mean, too much oxygen can kill you too. True that. Fuck, dude, we only got right. like fifty percent oxygen in the air, or Not something even like that. that. Not even thirteen no. percent. Yeah, it's a low. In the low teens. It's yeah. I know there's a lot of. I mean, we're probably wrong. There's I'm nitrogen, sure we'll hear, but carbon. There's yeah. carbon, nitrogen, carbon dioxide. Or that's not act smart. <laughs> <laughs> Scientifically speaking, whatever we're breathing, it works. So, yeah, more oxygen the better, but not too much because right. we don't want to get lightheaded. Right. I mean, I know if you get headaches and shit, you can use more oxygen. I mean, it's supposed to help stimulate energy, and you can buy the oxygen shots. That's kind of a ripoff, man. You're selling oxygen. You're selling air. I mean, people buy it. They do. 20 years ago, you couldn't have convinced me you could sell water in a bottle, man. That a they song? started coming out with bottled water. Is and that a song? Like, What's that? Is that a song? What's a song? Is it a song? Water in a bottle. Water in a bottle? Should be a song. Should be a song. If it's not. I think it's message in a bottle, dude. You're thinking like Jim Crow. No, Coach. dude, I'm thinking we're going to make a new song. Water in the bottle. Water in the <laughs> bottle. I never thought you'd buy water in the bottle. Boom. Seems kind of silly with the water in the bottle. <laughs> now I'm on the commercial, drinking it with a model. Damn. I never thought. When I, when I was 25 years ago, I was working in a fucking gas station. And they came out with this bottle. You know, they started selling like Aquafina. And I'm thinking to myself. Who the fuck's going to buy that? Who's going to buy a Who's going to pay a dollar? When you could buy a Coke for a dollar. And you could buy an Aquafina for a dollar. But you know what? Within fucking six months, I'm buying Aquafina. On the bottle. And the next thing you know, it's a whole, it's a big business. Half of the damn fridge section or the coolers. There's water. Now there's flavored water. There's bubbly you know water. What the, the biggest thing about that, that water's coming from our ground, the people's ground, and these corporations are making fucking billions off of it. Off water. Yeah. Yeah, water. Water is more than gasoline. You could take 10 of them bottled waters and pour it into a gasoline can and it would be like that's ten dollars that's way more than a gallon or eight or six i don't know i don't know how many you could put in there you ever fill up a gallon of water at the water machine how much is it there like 69 cents well if you do it that way but i'm talking about (laughs) if you buy it like bottle by bottle right yeah yeah yeah. if you buy like because that's how they're making money i mean you can buy a case of 24 for 250 yeah, that fucking cheap ass, no, dude. that spring fucking valley shit. I'm talking about water, like, water, dude. No, I'm talking about like premium good. I'm talking like um, Fiji water, bro. You know, you ain't getting no bottles, a square bottle of Fiji water for no fucking 69 cents. You could have bought three meals that day for that Fiji water. You can't just flip the script, man, when you feel that you just lost the battle. Do you? <laughs> 
No, but think about this. Think about this. When cocaine is legalized, you pair it with the freshest, best artesian water from Fiji. Virgin water. And you have Fiji cocaine water. Call it coconut water. Coconut? No. It'd be like Fiji nummy. (laughs) Fiji nummy water. Fiji cane. Fiji cane. That actually sounds like a company or something. Sounds like a candy bar. Yeah. Energy bar. Yeah. Let's get into our last story, man. All right, man. Yeah. This is the final one. Yes. Former Martin County deputy arrested after bogus drug busts. This is coming from WPTV.com. This is down in Florida, West Palm Beach. And listen to this, man. A former Martin County deputy was arrested Monday after six-month-long investigation found concerns in his drug arrests. Steve O'Leary, 29, was taken into custody in the Leon County, Florida, and now faces multiple charges. In January, investigators said O'Leary claimed to find illegal drugs during traffic stops when he was employed as the deputy of the Martin County Sheriff's Office. Sheriff's Office. While on duty, O'Leary made three narcotics-related arrests in which substances evolved were not actually narcotics. The regional crime lab determined one of the substances was a powder commonly used to treat headaches. Another one was a sand-based material containing no narcotics. So he had been with the sheriff's office since 2018. He was fired in January, so he only made it 11 months. But after his arrest, O'Leary charged with multiple offenses, including official misconduct, false statements, tampering with evidence, false imprisonment, um, petty theft and battery. Uh, Jail records show the bond was set at a million dollars. I didn't think petty was spelled like that. Is it petite? Petite? Petit? I think they misspelled it. Petit theft? It's petit theft. Petit. We might be ignorant. It could be a word. Could and be. there's somebody in Florida laughing their ass off because they use that word every day or something. I don't know. Give, but me, give me that petit steak. The T.C. Palm newspaper reported the lawsuit will bring claims of wrongful arrest, um, false imprisonment, and other claims against Martin County Sheriff's Office. Good. I hope those people sue the shit out of them. They should charge. They should drop every single charge that he was involved in. Period. He had eighty arrests in that, eleven months. That should be eighty people let off. And there's an attorney, Lance Richard, says twenty people he represents for the pending lawsuit all had their charges dropped. Duh. Damn. Get him, Lance. Duh. Of course you're going to drop the charges, but where's the compensation? One dirty cop makes this whole department look like shit. It's fucked up. Because I'll guarantee there was another, at least one more cop that knew about that shit. How many How many of them are doing it now for job security right. in that department? Right. That whole department should be shut down, investigated. Man, you're taking this to another level. I am, man, because this is people's freedoms for... Bullshit. Just because the cop doesn't like you, he's going to throw some sand in a bag. and to a video, you- Martin, Martin County police officer sorry what are we going with here man well they had a story there about Stephen O'Leary I was going to play it but fuck him I don't want to hear him he's 29 he's young man well there goes his career 80 arrests and 20 of them were fucking fake drug busts dude they should put him in a cell with those 80 people 
Fuck yeah, they should. That's a great idea. That's your punishment. Fuck yeah. That's your punishment. Fuck the fines. Fuck the jail time. Six hours in a cell with these 80 people. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. That's a great solution. See, we should be legislators, man. We, we make should. some cool laws. We like, should, man. You got to pay for your crimes. Yeah. You want to be cruel? You want to send people to jail? And you got to pay when you drop the dime, too. Oh, yeah. You don't drop the dime, just like Fuck that. No. Like that light blue one. Damn. Boom. Man, hard on that shit. Hell, yeah. No fade in. No fade out. We're going to go straight. We go straight to straight this off, bitch. Man. Hey, Fuck. thanks for listening to the show. You know, the, uh, the abrupt stopness that we encounter is only to keep you off guard. We just want to surprise you with things. We're not organized. And we I are, hope, and we I, are organized. We're organized, but we don't really, you know, we're not like a professional. We don't, we just like to discuss shit. Yeah, we're discussionists. Yeah. I just made that shit. I up. like that, dude. I like that. Professional discussionist. <laughs>